Governor Rick DeSantis signs what sounds a lot like a loyalty pledge down in Florida. This is TFG Unbuttoned. It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. An off-the-cuff take on politics, pop culture, and current events. Welcome to TFG Unbuttoned. John Nash here with my good friend and co-host Tim Bennett. Find us on Tuesdays on your podcast platform of choice. And please check out the Focus Group on Wednesdays from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live or YouTube. And all of our media and all the information about me and Tim is available at focusgroupradio.com. So welcome to the new week. It's post-Pride. The leprechaun's gone. We can't. I, I was listening to our last two shows, Tim, and I was like, uh-oh, I might have overdone it on the Pride leprechaun. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think you did enough. No, I think, there's a, I think there's a happy Pride leprechaun medium somewhere in there, right? Do you think? I don't think it was enough. I think, you know, people love him. I think we need to give him a name. <laughs> People love him. I'll think of a name for next year. We might have a name for that. Yeah. Dandy, maybe Dandy the Leprechaun or Happy. Dandy the Leprechaun. Dandy says Dandy Happy. I, by the way, I saw like a lot of things on TV where people were screaming into cameras like happy pride. And it, rem- it reminds me of exactly why we came up with this. It's sort of like gay Christmas, you know, top of, you know, have a great Christmas. Hey, so I saw on Facebook, um, the official signs for your campaign. I think they look really nice. Thank you. Shit show. Um, <laughs> but thank you. No, so as if I didn't have enough on my plate, so as um, many know, or if you follow me on Facebook on my personal page, which um, John and I many, many years ago said we probably should have done what a lot of these newscasters do and use their middle names for our Facebook pages for our last names, which could work, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, uh, I, I was talked into, I shouldn't say I was talked into, I had interest in running for an office, political office. And, uh, it just so happened that this was an off year and there was, um, two positions opened for commissioner here in the city that I, I moved to. And so people had talked to me and said, Hey, you should consider doing it. So I did in the middle of doing a move. And, um, so I did, and I was being clever with my sign, I thought. And I uh, had a little meeting with, the, uh, with some of the folks that are down here. Uh, we know you're in marketing, but um, a little too clever. Your sign needs to be read. You need to be able to read your sign from the road and driving by in a car. Because I wanted to take a riff on one of these signs in town that has been controversial that they're taking down because of an ordinance. And uh, so I thought, hey, this would be great. This would attract attention and people will talk about it. They said, maybe on your website or maybe for a flyer, but not for your sign. You have no name recognition. You need to get your name out there. Oh, wait, wait. They also said something that gave me pause for your website. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And the, and the election's one month long. So I'm like, a website. So I, because um, I know how long that takes after you spent, you know, months and months, to, you know, putting our Triberry.co together. So I said, uh, well, okay. Um, so I started looking at political signs. Everyone does red, white, and blue. Everybody then will say, okay, I'm not going to do red, white, and blue. I'll do green. I'll do different colors. So I could not figure out what to do. So I ended up doing hot pink and navy blue on a white background. That's good. I think it reads well. Um, it reads quite well. I, I was actually, I, I thought it was perfect political signage. And, you know, if somebody tells you, who's done this before. Oh, you're in marketing. I think these signs are too clever. You just have to listen to them, right? 
Yeah, so I did. You know, I, 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 it was funny. I sent a note to our friend Marianne, and I said I could use your dad's small town sage advice for running for office right now, and uh, she laughed because, uh, you know, I thought it. I, I don't mean to disparage it, but I thought it would be a little more casual. Oh no, no, no! And even though you're a volunteer, if you if you win, you're not making a dime. It's taken very seriously. This is go, a stepping to go, stone yeah. to higher office. Yeah, Bennett for Senate. That's what Brian's already got it all said. He goes, too bad you weren't running for Senate, because at least it rhymes, Bennett for Senate. But I ended up going to, I had to go to a, a gathering across the street and introduce myself. I've got coffees all week planned to meet with people. I've got to meet with the police chief, a meeting with you know, the mayor. I've got to go meet people in the park. I've got to go to a porch party. Um, I'm meeting other commissioners. I've got a letter to the editor. I had to rewrite, um, and my signs job. and some my signs around town. And I'm a little upset. There's a restaurant that I go to a lot, and my compet one of my competitors has a sign out there, and I've asked to put my sign out. Now I've e- I eat there all the time. Well, and they might have made a commitment to the first guy, right? Is that what you think it is? I think my sign should be there. If it's not there, I don't think I'm going to eat there anymore. Well, they might have promised the first guy, and you never know. I, you, is that remember, what you, you think can't... it is? Yeah, and you can't you can't get all grudgy. This is politics. You got to be all about accommodation. Got to so, roll with the punches. One of one of the women who's she's a you know and, and and again, so this is the nation's summer capital, right? So it's full of D.C. people. She gave me the best advice in the world, which I thought was funny. She said, "Um, I, I I've got to get the line right." She says, "You know what you would need to understand in this? She goes, you have no permanent friends and no permanent enemies." <laughs> That's absolutely correct. That's absolutely correct. Day by day. <laughs> she said, when you're running for office, you have no, pr- it's the Bill Clinton motto. You know, uh-huh. you get impeached one day and he's slapping you on the back. Let's go golf the next day. Let's go golf the next. So. Well, good luck with the run. We'll keep people posted about how you're doing down there, but I did like the signs. So um, a big thank you to uh, Critics' Choice Video, America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987 for being a partner of ours here on the focus group on buttoned and also thank you for checking their site out every week whenever we mention a sale or some new movies so we have three stories for you this week um as usual the first one um this kind of made the rounds a little bit i'm I'm intrigued by the headline reads ricky martin worries he's not getting work because he's gay um very straightforward article you know he's been in some movies uh he had very a critically acclaimed role in the american crime story the assassination of johnny versace in fact i believe he had an emmy nomination for that um and he's been in some other stuff but you know he's he's waiting for scripts and he's happy to work and just turned 47 and loves acting and can't wait to get going but maybe it's because he's gay that um he's not getting the scripts now that's the top line on these stories. Whenever you read the top part, I always go down to the comment section, which Tim taught me a long time ago. And that's where the real story is happening. And, you know, leave it to the snippy, <laughs> the snippy commenter bunch. Uh, a lot of them are saying, you know, with with the number of actors available, with the age ranges, casting directors can choose exactly who they want. And, and you know, they don't necessarily have to choose a celebrity, et cetera. I just thought this was a little bit of, um, I don't know, Ricky Martin was a household name for years uh, when he was doing his uh, music career and before he came out. Um, So is this just a thing where he's in the later stages of career and he wants to be more visible? Is this legitimate that he wants to be doing more acting or is it just kind of like, you know, I want to be busy, help me out? Shebang, shebang. I um. Well, and then he says at the very end, he thinks he might still have a little PTSD 
from Barbara Walters outing him, which to me sounds like a little bit of a cop out. Um, but I, you know, he's a specific, uh, a specific flavor, right? I mean, it would have to be a specific role to have to cast somebody yeah. like him. Yeah. And I, I still laugh, though, about, you know, he's a great entertainer. His, Fantastic. His, yeah. his music, you know, he really busted out the time he did the uh, at the Grammys when he he kind of launched his career in the early 2000s, I think it was. But, you know, there was an issue of I remember Chris Rock many. It was probably over a year when La Vida Loca was the, kind of the hottest song out there with a huge crossover hit. And Chris Rock was hosting a music show and Ricky Martin came out and sang a song. And I was even surprised he came out and sang Live in La Vida Loca. Now, this is a year over a year since that song was a huge hit. And Chris Rock looks right into the right into the camera and says, live in La Vida Loca one more time. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> and he says Ricky, and he, and he looks and he says, Ricky Martin better be finding a new song or he's going to be living La Vida Broca. And uh and I think that kind of summed it up. Like he's, he was living off this La Vida Loca thing and, and he never really, you know, there was some other music that came around and then he decided he wanted to be an actor and came out and so forth. But when I read this, I laughed a little because I thought, well, he's, he, he wanted to do the crossover. It's very rare. I think Cher is one of the few that uh, had a great music career and then was able to do acting. But Madonna tried and failed miserably um, to be an actress, right? And uh, some of these other people um, have tried to do it. I just think he's a particular flavor. From, from a casting point of view, you know, he's a certain age male. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's a certain look and I would cast him as a romantic or maybe he's going to be the bad guy or what, you know, but th that's how it works. So I think your your Chris, uh, Chris Rock joke kind of <laughs> sums it up in a very ironic and kind of truthful way, right? Yeah. Living La Vida. You better get a new song. song. You're living, living La Vida Broca. La Vida Broca. And the whole audience goes nuts. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our next uh, story I teased at the top, and this uh, the headline is DeSantis signs bill requiring Florida students, professors to register political views with the state of Florida, of course. Universities may lose funding if staff and students' beliefs do not satisfy Florida's GOP-run legislature. I had a hard time believing this was actually real. It came out of Salon, but it is real. It was literally signed... Uh, a day or, or or the day of or the day before the tragic events that are going on down in Florida now with that uh, apartment building that collapsed. So it kind of got pushed off the news radar pretty quickly. But it's part of a longstanding nationwide right-wing push to promote intellectual diversity <laughs> on campuses. <laughs> um, and, and and it's because there's a feeling that all campuses are liberal, they're snake pits for liberal thinking and there's no conservative voice, and they're all shouted down. Um, and then this uh, a Florida legislature proposes this, or, or legislator, sorry, proposes a bill, and I think it was uh, Senator Ray Rodriguez. Um, but he basically says, okay, we want to have teachers and faculty at only state-funded schools, so it would be the state university system of Florida, for example, have to somehow declare what they're thinking or their allegiance. And it's supposed to be anonymous on top of it. But if if it looks like a university may be leaning to one way or the other, it might lose funding or it, it just is so vague and weird. It just sounds like a weird loyalty pledge, like a pinky ring thing, right? Here or like a Blood Brothers thing. It's like so weird. Well it's I I I read it the same way you did. I thought what are we, a theocracy? 
Yeah. And then I thought, okay, here we go. And it, um, it was being hidden as, um, we want thoughts of diversity on campus, but it really goes down to, as you read it and the last sentence really summed it up for me, you know, we need to get our country back. These are values. We need to get our country back. And I thought, here's the trigger. So, and it talked about um, socialism factories, about how these schools are indoctrinating kids, and even as early as the K through 12 system, and about how the, uh, these are not values, you know, values being taught in the schools are not what our country was founded on. And it goes back to the Christian, um, mm-hmm. you know, the Christian values and morals, and I thought, here we go. So, they're, they're essentially saying that people are taught um, too much liberal theory and too much liberal uh, I guess liberal education and that uh, kids are being indoctrinated and we need to have more Christian morals taught in school, I guess. Well, there's a line in here that I, I just kind of chuckle at. Republicans have long held that universities promote left-wing ideologies and discriminate against conservative students and staff. Okay. Let's say you have Ben Shapiro, you know, pretty vocal right-wing character come to campus and he stands in front of a body of students and he talks starts talking about how the election was stolen from Donald Trump. That's not a conservative value. That's not even a talking point about ideology. It's a bald-faced lie. So if the last 4 years have shown us anything, is the Republicans are proud and happy to say whatever they darn well please and whatever flies in in the headlines of the papers. A lot of it. And, and our, our former president told over, what it was it, 36 or 35,000 lies? <laughs> some, some astronomical number. So I just, the, the disconnect here is, is to show me conservative worth, you know, show me conservative talking points. If it, if it comes to the managing a budget, uh, fiscal responsibility, you know, it could even be someone who believes the Constitution or, you know, needs to be more purely adhered to in which case we'd all be carrying muskets instead of AK-47s. But that's what, I'm, that's what the disconnect here is for me. Right. There is so much, um, there's so much, well, it's not, it, 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 disingenuousness on the right that I find it hard to believe that the, the liberal, air quotes, left doesn't just punch holes in all these theories, right? Yeah, no, I, and I'm all for um having debate and having two schools of thought. And, you know, I went to a, a, a private college in Ohio, Marietta, as many people know, and I had a number of professors that were conservative. There was one that was very anti-woman's right to choose. And we would have debates in class about um, whether a woman should have the right to choose or not. And they would get very heated, but they were respectful conversations. We would agree to disagree. But he very much was a person who felt a, a, a woman should not be allowed to have an abortion. And on the other hand, there were very liberal professors. Um, there was the, you know, interfaith, uh, you know, fellowship of Christian athletes that were on campus. I mean, there was lots of other, you know, conservative groups and liberal groups, but they were both allowed to exist and, uh, and have, you know, a healthy debate. And I think that's important, um, as, as I know you do as well. It's just when you say, when you start lying about things. Um, lots. Not, you know. <laughs> You know, and, and they said, you know, as a sidebar, I laugh because Trump's all pissed off because a lot of the administration is getting book deals of his administration, but nobody will give him a book deal. Do, do you know why? Because every publisher has acknowledged up and down the line that it would be too costly to fact check a book about him or by him. Right. Imagine that for a minute. You, you, you can't publish something because it can't be fact checked properly. And basically his entire four years is a mishmash of 
half-truths and lies. And I don't mean to offend anybody who loves our former president, but for, you know, even those folks have to acknowledge that, you know, no, if I, you don't agree to the 36,000 lies, at least agree to 6,000 of them. <laughs> no, I laughed my ass off. They said they couldn't possibly go through the fact checking. It would yeah. cost a fortune plus take too long. And I just laughed my ass off. I thought, there you go. That sums it all up. But no, I, I, I thought this was just foolish. And, you know, DeSantis is, I don't know. I think he's setting himself up because he thinks, he, you know, he's going to run for president, right? I'm guessing that's yeah. what's going on here. He's a, he's a total moron. And they keep feeding him these bills and he keeps signing them. And uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, agree. But it just, you know, decoder rings and, and uh, loyalty pledges down in Florida. It's just another reason I don't travel to the state too often, even though I do love Disney World and some of the attractions. <laughs> Specifically, I have to go see Star Wars land. And our last story, um, Coca-Cola won't let you add the word lesbian to its customizable pride bottle. So there is a a thing going on where you can actually customize the glass bottles. I guess what happens is you can put an order in and, and a label will be printed and, and put on the upper part of the bottle as a wrap. And you can't say things like jihadist or Nazi, QAnon, or, and Trump won. Those are not allowed, and I get that. But you can't put lesbian in. Which is, I don't know how somebody, you can, however, you can, however, customize the bottle with gay, transgender, bisexual, but just not lesbian. Now, is this here in the U.S. or was this Australia? I think it was Australia. Um, and I'm only saying that because of the way that they spelled personalization and a couple uh -huh. of other, the British, the British type. Yeah. But, you know, this happens, this happens more and more, you know, Nike ran into this with the personalization of shoes. I remember even when I was at Subaru, there was an issue with, even though Subaru was kind of the bastion for marketing to LGBT um, consumers, we, none of us were allowed to get on any sites that were LGBTQ related. Um, it was all blocked by the firewall, which we all laughed about. Uh, you can get on a porno site, but you're going to get on a, you know, couldn't go to the HRC. Yeah. The, um, so, but as I was reading this, I just laughed because I thought, here they go again. They're trying to do something and it was either not thought out or you have to wonder how they decided what words were going to be banned and what weren't. Because they said previously, Israel and Blue Lives Matter was permitted while Palestine and Black Lives Matter was not. You know, who decided, oh, you can't do white pride and then you can't do anti-trans and then this wasn't allowed. We're going to allow this. This is off limits. If I was sitting there, I'd be like, you know what, let's let's stop with the personalization of the bottle. Maybe we should do something different or just give people 10, <laughs> 10, 10 options or I don't know. What would you have done if you were in the, the marketing and branding team and this this all starts coming apart? Mm. A, you might try to shut it down, the customization program, or you just go in and you very quietly allow it to put lesbian in. They say, well, we fixed the problem. I mean, I... I I think once this thing happens, the, the promotion's off the rails. You and you and I, if we were advising a client or if we were doing this, it would be like, well, nice idea. We didn't see that. I mean, someone's going to have to like take a hit for this, right? Yeah, and, and of all things, during Pride. So why, why was lesbian banned? I wonder if they banned queer or gay I, I i don't know i mean that was the whole no they said you could use those yeah you could you, you could read gay transgender by you but just not you know <laughs> which is so weird there you go wow wow so hey as uh as we like to say thanks for joining us here at tfg unbuttoned and thanks to our friends at critics choice video for bringing us to you each week 
We want to make sure that uh, you guys are all safe and uh, be sure to find our Wednesday show, which is uh, the Focus Group with Tim Bennett and John Nash. You can find all of our media at focusgroupradio.com. Just go over there and you'll find our audio and video feeds of all of our current and past shows and more about John and I and, of course, our sponsors. We hope everybody has a great week and uh, have a safe, uh, safe week and stay, particularly people in the Northwest. My gosh, is it hot? Stay cool. No air conditioning out there, John. When I lived there, I had no air conditioning out in the Pacific Northwest. The I know. It's, it's, it's a unique thing to have a night that's like in the 80s. So. I know. So everyone have a great week and, uh, and we'll see you on the Focus Group on Wednesday. Take care. It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. Available every Tuesday. Learn more about Tim and John, Unbuttoned, and all of the Focus Group platforms at focusgroupradio.com.